Hello! Before this episode of Bright Future airs, I just wanted to give a little bit of a preface to this. I came from a very pro-life background, whereas our special guest for today, Amity, is unapologetically pro-choice. As a result, I was exposed to a lot of new perspectives that I had never really thought about before. So over the week since we aired this episode, it gave me a lot to think about. Stick around until the end to hear my before and after opinions regarding this whole issue. And thank you for listening to Bright Future. Okay. Are we sufficiently warmed up to go into today's hot topic or no? No, uh, sure. We'll, we'll make this a different episode and I'll, I won't do a streaming session next week. How about? All right. So abortion. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. It, no, you told me you were this, like... This is one of the okay. most dividing topics that we Wait, will ever have to listen, go across, isn't it? Can I, can I get the floor real quick? Go for it. Before I explain my views on abortion, I would like to give you a very open and honest background of my entire life, um, which is going to be traumatizing. No, but before honestly, you do that, you can do I, the intro. Do the intro for this episode, episode three. What's the intro? What do I do? I don't care. Welcome to Bright Future, and then whatever else you want. How about you say it? Nah. I'm, not, right, the, I'm not the special guest for today. Get, oh, God. I don't do intros. I won't even do intros for my own stream. <laughs> well, I mean, do that, but then I'd say something about the podcast. I don't know. Okay, well, what's the podcast name? Yeah, Bright, Bright Future. Future. Bright Future? Yeah. Okay, when do I, when do I, how do I do the, do I just... Yeah, whenever you I've been recording for a few hours, so I, I will edit it um, later. <laughs> All right, well, welcome to Bright Future. My name is Amity. I am a special guest, and I'm about to uh, give my personal views on abortion and Roe v. Wade and why it's such an important topic to me, and hopefully give insight to someone who has not had the disprivilege of living through the experiences that most women do. No, so, that was great. Was yeah, that, that, that was pretty good. So if you haven't been on this episode, or if you haven't been on Bright Future before, that I did do a general outline of what the goal to accomplish here was. But long story short, we're trying to find the most logical and widely accepted solution to major problems. Well, not and necessarily widely so or widely uh, accepted, just mostly logical. There will never, there will, there is a most logical answer right. to it, but it will never be widely accepted because of religion, which shouldn't even be a factor when it comes to laws. But that's a whole other um, situation. We could tie into that as well. I think. If we want to go, well, that the part's um, the opinion, but we'll we'll come to that later. We'll, we're trying to figure out what the best solution would be based off of logic and clear thinking in order to bring about a bright future, hence the name. Okay. Yes, so yes, I'm very my, my only thing before I get into this, because you're streaming on Twitch, can Twitch hear me? Oh, uh, yes, Twitch yes. can hear you. Um, so then for the purpose of not getting you in any trouble, um, these are my personal experiences, and I am okay with this information being in the public, because I am not ashamed by any of it. Um, Oh, Twitch has a, yeah, be, I suppose Twitch uh, has a... There should, there should definitely be a bit of a trigger warning. Um, 
Oh, for sure. I mean, this oh, entire yeah, podcast I mean, this, this was entire podcast like, is going to be not meant for the easily triggered. Right. I even like, have the explicit like, like, tag has... on NSS. Okay, so. okay. I was like, because Twitch has its own TOS, and, and nothing I'm saying I think should be against TOS since it is me talking about my own personal experience, and it's not. I'm not going to get too too graphic, um, but I will make sure that the point is made when it comes to certain battles. Yeah, the stream is also M17+, plus, so we should okay. be fine with uh, most things. Well, Pretty much most of what you want to say. So, this is also going to explain quite a bit of my mental illness for you. But, um, from the, I've told you before, my parents were drug addicts. My biological parents are drug addicts. My mother used to microdose me and my sisters with acid so that we would not struggle when she handed us off to her drug dealers as payment for her drugs. Right. So I've been traumatized by men starting at the age of three. Okay. I'm used to my body being seen as just a masturbation device. It's not fun. It, it's, it's very uh, uncomfortable trying to get close to any males. But with that being said, um, met my ex-husband when I was 16. Um, and when I was 17, I was told that I was never going to be able to have children. And that if I did get pregnant, I would not be able to carry to full term. It would probably kill me. <clears throat> my ex-husband was told at 17 that he had testicular cancer. That was a misdiagnosis, but he was also told that he would not be able to have children. When he turned 18, oh, he also had heart surgery at 17. Um, when he turned 18 and he had outlived what they had said he was going to live, we decided, let's have a kid. Or try it, because it was a long shot. We had our son. Uh, during the pregnancy, I found out he had been cheating on me for our entire relationship. He looked me in the eyes while I was nine months pregnant with my son and told me he was in love with his best friend. And that fucked me up. Like my it's as it should, you know. My postpartum depression went through the goddamn roof. Um, I was left home alone with the baby most days. And there was a time when I was giving the baby a bath. And I don't know what my motive was. This is before I'd actually gotten any of my mental health diagnosis. I mean, I'd already known I was mentally ill, but I didn't know what the diagnosis would have been. Um... And I don't know what my motivation was for this, but I did take apart a razor and start to decide that I shouldn't exist. And the only reason why I stopped is because the baby cried. And so I snapped out of it. I did tell my doctor. He had put me on a medication that also made me want to unalive myself, so... I stopped taking medications, just thinking that medications were bullshit. The doctor didn't know what he was doing. Um, <clears throat> me and my ex obviously would not, were not able to coexist under the same roof. So his mother suggested that I leave for a week and of course leave the baby with them because they had a room and a home and everything for the baby. And I did not have an actual family to go home to. Because as mentioned, they were drug addicts. And it made the most sense. So I left my son with them and, and I left for a week and uh, 
Victor eventually came and he got me. He was like, I fucked up. I shouldn't have cheated, blah, blah, blah. And we, we tried to work it out, um, which resulted in his mother being upset. But she did leave us the house. Um, he and I were not able to actually be happy. And so we were mostly broken up. And I eventually moved out permanently. Or actually, I didn't move out permanently at that time, but I thought it was going to be permanently. Uh, and in order to allow me to see my son, he used to force me to have adult relations with him. At one of these points, I did end up pregnant. And it was conceived, obviously, unconsensually, so I made the decision to place her for adoption. Um, and I'm glad I did. Because I, I see pictures of her now, and she looks just like him. And I could not have raised her. I would have killed myself. Anyways, um, he eventually got me to move back in with him permanently. And he became physically abusive. So I started trying to join the military so that I could escape. And he said I couldn't join the military unless I married him. And by abusive, he wasn't just, like, he wouldn't just hit me, um... There was this deadbolt on the front door. And you couldn't unlock it without a key. And I was not allowed to have a key. I was also not allowed to have a cell phone. Um, so sometimes I would wake up and I would be locked in the house with no phone. We also didn't have a TV. So I would just have to sit there and wait until he came home. And I was lucky if there was food in the house. Um. Eventually, he wanted to go back to school. He got tired of being the one working, so he let me get a job. Um, I found a job in a different city. And I moved. Met the kid's dad. Um, he and I ended up spinning out two kids back to back. When I escaped my ex-husband, he decided to vanish. He moved out of our house. I was told he went to Wyoming. I was told he went to Corpus. I was told different locations as to where he was at. The police couldn't help me. They said that because in the state of Texas, uh, since we never had a custody agreement made, either one of us was allowed to leave with our son and nothing could be done unless I could pay for a PI to track him down and take him to court. The PI was going to cost $6,000. Court was going to cost 3000 started trying to save up the money, broke my arms. So now I'm permanently physically disabled. <clears throat> I have been pregnant a total of eight times. Three of them were miscarriages. One of my place for adoption, one of my children was with my ex-husband, two of them were with me. The last one was an abortion. My ex had gotten me pregnant. When I told him I was pregnant, he told me that the best course of action for us at the time would be for me to have an abortion because he was still fighting for sole custody of his son. I had the two kids that I was trying to support on my own, and we did not have a good place financially or emotionally to support another child. Like, all logical reasons as to why we should not be bringing life into the world at that time. Um, he promised me that I would not go through 
having an abortion on my own, but he refused to show up to the appointment. There was 16 other women there that day, and I was the only one there who was alone. And it makes me sad that I didn't have that baby, but there's no denying the logic behind it because he and I did end up breaking up because he was cheating. And there's no conceivable way as to why I should have three children under my roof when I cannot even support myself. I'm physically disabled. Daycare for two kids is 440 a week. You have to make an income of three times rent. And based on my kids' ages and gender, they have to be in a three-bedroom apartment or house. So rent is about 1500 minimum. I've done the math in order for me to survive without any kind of social assistance whatsoever. I have to make $35 an hour. I make $213 an hour. What? And my situation is not exactly unique. There are millions of women who are in similar or worse situations than me, who know that they don't want to have children or can't afford more children, and having the right to choose taken away from us, it's, it's not okay. can't bring more life into this world if we can't support it. Yeah. Foster care system's a joke. People who are adopting don't want older children. They only want babies. And that, that they only want white babies. So what they're trying to do is have more babies born. And they're obviously going to have more black babies born, which is going to keep the prison systems alive because black people are arrested at disproportionately higher rates. This isn't about preserving life for the government. It's just about money. Something that you did I'm mention... Actually... Oh, sorry, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so something, Amity, that you did mention at one point was, before we ever did this podcast, and when neither of us were streaming, so I don't know um, how well I'm remembering this, but you mentioned that I and a lot of other people shouldn't be allowed to have an opinion on this because either... One, I'm a man, and two, I'm, I've never had kids. And you physically can't? I don't know if I said that, but I do believe that. Um, I don't think... I. Okay, yeah. how do I explain this? So it's not that I don't think that men should have um, their own beliefs on abortion. What I think is the man's right to choose ends when he decides to come. Pretty much. Um, the man's right to choose ends where he decides to put his jizz. If he decides to put his jizz inside of a woman, it's no longer his jizz, it's hers to do with what she wants. If she decides she's not going to be his incubator, she doesn't have to be. And if she decides she's going to keep the baby even though he doesn't want her to, he shouldn't have put his jizz in her. A man's decision starts and ends where he puts his jizz. Um, That's a yeah, I, I agree with that, because I don't... I don't think it's we shouldn't be allowed to have our opinions. I just don't think we should have as much control as we clearly seem to. All right. So men have more control than women do when it comes to unwanted pregnancies because men are the ones causing the pregnancy. But if men don't yeah, I, want 
a woman to have an abortion, they can just not have sex with a woman who doesn't want kids. There was literally a guy that me and him had been talking for like years. We never hooked up, but we've been talking for years. And then um, I did eventually end up asking him, like, was he pro-choice or pro-life? And he's pro-life. No. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't think that would work for me. And he was like, well, you're on birth control and I would use condoms, so it shouldn't be an issue. And I'm like, yeah, but those are not always 100% fail safe. Um, and in the event of an accidental pregnancy, I know for a fact what I would choose and you wouldn't be okay with that. And I'm not about to put someone else through that. So he and I never hooked up because I was not about to risk the very real possibility of having another child. Small no, possibility, no, no. but there, yeah. It's definitely something that you risk if you make that choice. I've, got, I've gotten pregnant on birth control. It's a real possibility for me. Um, but my thing was, I, I just didn't, I don't feel comfortable having sex with someone who does not believe the same things I believe on what to do in case of an accidental pregnancy. That's fair. But I don't think anybody should be having sex with people that they don't have the same core beliefs when it comes to what to do in case of a pregnancy. I've been looking at reasons people hate abortions. You mentioned like economic or social reasons, right? That is one of the big. It seems. It is, but it it's is. Only about it shouldn't be. I don't think. But about six percent of recent abortions are performed. Hold on, a lot of abortions hear. are just. Most of abortions are just no reason or elective. Um. Yeah. So. When I had mine, it was for financial reasons, but. Yeah, I, I understand me, that you I had yours for that no, reason. No, no. What I'm saying is, I said elective. I didn't tell them that it was for financial reasons because okay. I already had kids and I did not need CPS coming to decide that because I couldn't afford to have another, I couldn't afford the two that I have already. Mm-hmm. Those statistics, they're, they're not going to be accurate. Women don't always report when they're raped. So when they say that they're having an abortion because of rape, oftentimes <clears throat> those are just the few that are willing to admit that that's what caused the pregnancy. There are a lot of women who just say it's elective even though it was because they were raped and there's such a stigma behind being raped that they're not going to say that that's the reason. I wonder if that's skewing the statistics because... Oh, oh, for sure. No, no, definitely. There's so, so many... I'm wondering how much. How much does Like, it how skew much it? it's skewing the statistics? Because um, according so, to, like, official statistics, rapes over, very rarely over, result in pregnancy. I believe, but... it's, I believe it's over 70% of rapes go un, unreported. Yeah, I, yeah, I I can't come up with any specific figure, but I I do know that um, it's it's definitely something that is tried to get to um be very hushed up. So you wouldn't you will not find accurate statistics on that at all. No. Also, I'm very much with you on that. I think pro life is stupid because my thing is you can't claim to be pro life if you're not pro quality of life. Even a set, well, yeah, that first of all, because like, it's like, do you do you think the child would have had a better life growing up in in the slums or just not having existed at all? I would have been happier not having existed at all. Well, there you go. <laughs> but no, no, but like you, no, you see all not... these. No, that's yeah, whatever. The I mean... the thing is, the the point I'm trying to make is like. There's definitely a lot of situations where people would have been better off had they not been born. 
which and you you can't tell me that's not true well the problem isn't right. just is if that's your opinion the problem is these people if they're never being born are never even given the chance to make that decision okay it's being but made for we... them that Before yeah no i know exist i know listen I'm... listen the day i give a fetus a choice that's inside my body is when it can exist outside of my body without my organs failing like when they're inside of our bodies they can cause was it liver damage or kidney failure it's one of those they feed probably off both. Um, a lot more than that probably because yeah the fetuses way humans have evolved we aren't designed body. for that anymore there's no reason why a woman should be forced to have her insides destroyed for a life she doesn't want to create if it's, like, causing medical problems, like, serious medical problems where it's the okay, fetus's the state, life for the mother, then... The state that I'm in, there was a woman who was just tried. They the Supreme Court just tried to indict her on murder because she had a miscarriage and needed assistance. That's ridiculous. Now, I, I have heard horror stories about, like, uh, people who weren't able to get abortions, they'd like just murder their child, which is in another matter entirely. But yeah, and I I definitely don't agree with pro-lifers. It's such a stupid stance to take. Also, I don't know why this is kind of like ironic to me, but like a lot. I don't think you can claim to be pro-lifers if you eat meat. Personally. <laughs> If you are not a vegan, you are not pro-life. Have any of y'all seen uh, Orange is the New Black? I can't say I have. Okay, well, there's a part in it where there's this girl, she's in prison because she shot up an abortion clinic. She didn't shoot it up because she was actually pro-life. She had just gotten an abortion, her fifth one. And the nurse at the abortion clinic made a snarky comment to her telling her that they should give her a punch card. And so she felt disrespected. She walked in there with a shotgun and she killed her. Um. But, like, all the pro-lifers are like, oh, you care about life, blah, blah, blah. And so she suddenly became a born-again Christian. And she ends up making friends with this lesbian who's, like, really fucking smart. And um, she's, like, mourning the loss of her miscarriages. Or not her miscarriages, her, her abortions. And so the lesbian tells her, she's like, have you ever heard of chaos theory or i believe it's chaos theory it's a book that was written a long time ago and it was about the effects of uh social economics after roe v wade was passed 18 years after it was passed crime rate what about crime rates went down because there was less unwanted children growing up in poverty creating crimes yeah so roe v wade actually did more good for society than overturning it will. Also, there's this whole thing where, um, with abortions being a felony, they're trying to make it so that women can't vote. Because felons can't vote. And they're counting our miscarriages as abortions. So. They definitely have to make, like, a legal difference between those then, because. Oh, they won't, not in well, Texas. Not in Texas. I don't know if they will in Texas or not. But like, no, no, no. In Texas, they're classifying miscarriages because miscarriages are called a spontaneous abortion, and so they're saying that miscarriages are just they're caused by the woman having them. That if we really wanted the baby, we would stop the miscarriage somehow. 
Right, like it's in your control to just, um, I will do this properly all of a sudden. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how to... So I, I, was, I was saying, you know, maybe it would be interesting to have somebody who believes in that to, um, to be on here because I, I had imagined that we'd all be on the same side about this and then we wouldn't have anybody to play devil's advocate, but well, now I kind of don't want is... to. Emily is thinking about pro-choice, but, like, at what point should it become illegal? Because I know in some states, hey, it was legal believe- to have an abortion after the child was already born. No, like New that's York. just, no, that was, that was just They were considering that, but it never passed. After. That's not true. The only reason why a, okay, so the, the, the whole thing about abortion, late-term abortion, the only reason a late-term abortion would ever have been allowed is if the baby was already dead and it was killing the mother or the birth of that baby was going to kill the mother guaranteed. Those were the only reasons. The only reasons a late-term abortion is allowed. Well, yeah, because each state had their own, like, individual cutoff date, but, like, when should that cutoff date be? I personally think that it should be around the time when the fetus is more viable. When um, it's actually more than just a clump of cells? Correct. So around, like, the three to four month mark, when, like, the organs actually start forming and it's becoming an actual person, that's about when the, the cutoff should be. Honestly, yeah, if you if you can consider someone dead by the time their brain shuts off, then you should consider something alive by the time its brain forms. Right. Brain forms? Right. Um, brain activity starts at five weeks. Hmm? But- I said form. Uh, I said forms, not brain activity. That's an entirely different I, thing. I, I, I'm, I'm not talking about just brain activity when I'm saying viable. I'm saying um, there are babies that are born premature at like 24 weeks and they still survive. So by viable, uh, you mean like a point at which, yeah, which if it's born, it can it can live. Something that the thing is, this entire argument could, in theory, become obsolete if we're able to create an artificial womb. If we're able to create a what, sorry? Artificial womb. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, they're already trying the test tube baby thing. You know, see, the, the problem with the artificial womb is... Who's going to take... If a, if a woman opts to use an artificial womb, she's just like, okay, I don't want to be pregnant, I don't want this child, the government can fucking have it. What are we going to do with that baby? Put it into a system that's already overcrowded? Not only overcrowded, but it doesn't work. It's underfunded, and it needs to, it needs to change. But that's a different that's a different problem. Right. That's not but the I'm saying same we thing. shouldn't be worried about an artificial womb when we can't. We have a fucking formula shortage. I couldn't produce breast milk. I straight up could not. My body would not do it. After three months, my tits dried up. Could not feed my kids. I tried to feed my daughter, and by the point she dropped below her birth weight, they were going to label her label her failure to thrive. And I said, "Fuck that switcher formula." And she was fine. I cannot produce breast milk. And again, I'm not unique in that. A lot of women just simply cannot do what our bodies are supposed to do. And we have a formula shortage right now. We cannot feed the babies that are already here. The formula shortage is also something that's different, though, because I'm pretty sure it's manufactured at this point, along with the food shortage. Right? Because like, I all actually have a food shortage. Yeah, it's, they're just There's burning no down, what, randomly? No. Yeah. Various I actually had no idea that was the Plants are burning down. Thousands of cattle just 
falling over for no reason. Oh no, your frozen pizzas, what will you do? Yeah, fuck off. When's the last time you had a vegetable? Um, I had a sandwich earlier that was like a bacon, lettuce, tomato. Right, getting back on topic, um... I don't even know what I was going to say, I just wanted to get back on topic, I don't want to discuss your sandwich. Because, like, I don't like the idea that men shouldn't be allowed to have an opinion on all of this, though, because it's not something that, like, like it I takes said, I don't two, right? Men... Listen, my thing isn't that men shouldn't have an opinion, it's just that men's choice starts and stops with where they put their jizz. If you want to have a child, make sure that the woman you're putting your jizz in also wants the same thing. If you don't want your partner having an abortion, don't have a partner that's pro-abortion. I can actually agree with that. Yeah, I can. I can yeah. agree with that. So that's why I said we I we said, definitely should not have as much control. Like, have a choice, I'm talking about like if it comes down to like a up. if it comes down to like a vote where like everyone has to go and vote for it, you shouldn't discount 48 percent of the population because of their gender. Listen, I'm I'm a mother to a little boy, and I hope that he's smart about where he puts his baby batter when he's at the age where he's allowed to do that. Um. But when it comes down to it, if he comes to me as an adult and he's like, hey, I got this woman pregnant and she wants to have an abortion and I don't want her to, I'm going to tell him tough titties because it's not his choice. Love him to death. He's one of my favorite people on this goddamn planet. But he does not have the right to tell another woman she has to have a baby just because he put it in her. And that's my child. I love him more than anything. The, the problem with this, though, is like, what if it's a case-by-case basis where he thought that she was okay with it, and she told him that he was okay with, or she was okay with that, and then after the I mean, fact, you should be free to change your minds, mind. honestly, like... At that point, how is that his fault? Oh, no, I don't... It's not his fault, but he I mean, he also kind of just have to live with it. Yeah. Right, like... that. That's like... Uh, how do I put this? That that's like someone wants to take you out to dinner and then like halfway through they decide they're not into you and leave. Like, what are no, you gonna no, do? Force like, them to stay there and eat dinner with you? No, like, it's like they take you out to dinner. They order the most expensive thing on the menu and then stick you with the bill. Uh, Except in this case, the bill is the emotional. Well, you could also think about the other way. The, the bill would be the baby, though. You could think of that way, though. If the guy just wanted to run away. So a guy shouldn't be allowed to run away, of course, but like, but that, that's why child support exists. You, oh, God. Are you kidding me? Child no. support's a fucking joke. My friend, or she's actually more of my sister, but anyways, she gets $30 a month for two kids. Is that Where's based off of the what? husband's income? Or? $30 a month for two kids. Is that based off of the husband's income? Because he has seven other kids. Oh, well. Wow. Yeah, that, okay. Yeah. He's learning yeah. economist. For my, two ki- for my two kids, I get 244 a month. And oh, see, you that, that's all the... said, do you remember when I said that daycare is 440 a week? Yeah. 244 a month ain't shit. Child support is a joke. It's just a laugh in the face of the women who, or sometimes men who are doing it on their own 
Because the problem is it has to be handled on a case-by-case basis, and there are so many cases that the courts aren't ever going to be able to get to all of them. So, of course, some of them are going to get rushed, and some of them are going to be done in a way that are unjust, and apparently that happens kind of often from the two examples you just gave. Well, what examples? What I mean, do you, have you ever thought your court system was just? No, but... Yeah, there you go. Mm. Yeah, I don't, um, I do definitely think, like, we should be able to, uh, you know, decide certain things, like, you know, whether or not you actually want a child or not, but as soon as you decide to give in to your horny brain, that's, that's on you, Chief. Well... The problem is, it's. I have no opinion on this, to be honest, other than I think that they shouldn't be allowed once brain activity starts. Because at that point, how is that different than fully formed without, of course, on life support, I suppose? Well, I mean, if you can't. I, I don't think brain activity counts as being alive, right? Because some you could have somebody who's been dead for. Uh, what is it, seven minutes? And still have brain activity? Yeah. You wouldn't consider Maybe. them alive. Well, their heart stopped beating, but their brain is still active, so they can like, be brought back me, to life, I suppose, uh, if given proper treatment. It's very, very rare that that actually happens. Yeah, actually, it's not. Yeah. It's CPR. Let's see. Yeah, you could... As long as CPR starts before brain damage sets in after about three minutes. Brain death, you mean? Brain brain damage starts at three minutes. Full oh, okay. death has it. You guys have a good night. I'll see you tonight. Night. But like, you can survive. You your heart can absolutely be stopped and started again. Like open heart surgeries do. Yeah. That what do you? What time. do you? No, they don't stop your heart. They just like put they it on do. ice. I mean. It's not no, it's slow, it doesn't stop completely. My grandpa had one. Also, like, what do you think defibs do? That's that's how they work. They stop your heart and restart it. Yeah, they so restart it with with charge. Right. Um, I still don't agree with you on timing there because like I I don't I don't think five weeks is enough time for a decision. I don't I wouldn't know, but like how, uh, like, on average, how long does it take for you to actually even realize you're pregnant? Um, so I found out with my first one when I was three weeks along, with the second one when I was three weeks along, with Saria when I was three weeks along, and Severus when I was five weeks along. The only reason I found out so quickly with the first three is because the whole, like, remember I told you the doctor said I wouldn't be able to have children? Right. My periods came on a kind of certain set schedule. And um, I was able to tell that my hormones were off, took a test. Hey, look, I'm pregnant. Um, but not all women have that. Uh... The same, like, alert, I Same guess. situation. Right. Right, exactly. So, who's that? Hmm? Oh, it's Ooh, Oh, um, bit of a serious topic. Anyway. 
Yeah, no, um, so I definitely don't think five weeks is enough time to, you know, figure all of that out because you, it's highly likely you won't even know by that point. It's entirely possible, yeah. Right, so yeah, That's I definitely when disagree. brain activity starts. So you have to, like, mm-hmm. determine a proper point at what, at what like point said, does the fetus like become a person. Like I said, when it is viable outside of the womb. That's when Agreed. it is a person. When it is viable outside of the womb, about 24 weeks is when it can be born and still survive. Preemies before 24 weeks rarely survive. Preemies at 24 weeks, it's still touch and go, but they can survive. Yeah, so I, I can understand that opinion. I just... I'm not sure if that's quite right, because, like, life support exists, and that's... Yeah, I know, yeah, life support exists, but if you're not fully formed, what is that going to do for you? Yeah, it's just... Who wants to... Quality of life storm. <clears throat> right. If your organs are not done developing, and you're going to have problems for the rest of your life, I promise you don't want to exist. I've right. only been disabled since 2015, and I hate it. I wish I could stop existing. My but you should at least have the right to decide if you hate it or not. Um, I promise you, no disabled person enjoys being a burden. Yeah, because some people make the best out of it, but I don't think anyone genuinely enjoys not having full functionality of their body. If you care of the, those babies that are born into disability, they're eventually going to die. And that disabled baby is going to become a disabled person that has nothing and no one that cares about them. But that's true for everyone. That is true for everyone. Why would we want to make it harder on someone? Uh, are you also you're also what are you gonna do are you gonna leave it up to the child when it's born when it can't say anything yet it's like hey do you want to live or do you want to die well obviously you can't do okay that who's, what are you doing we'll put a music button in here um that would be yeah there's get a... it out of here please it's very loud well i just muted it so or for me anyway yeah but it's not not gonna be muted on your stream is it I muted yeah, well, it, so it will be muted on the stream. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, re- I'll have to remove that part later, but okay. Way to read the room. Anyway, um, there's also the like getting getting outside of the the realm of choice and whether or not uh the women should be able to decide because of course they should. There's okay, also, hold like... Up, hold up, hold up. So, Storm, you believe that every single person should be allowed to make choices for themselves? So you're telling me that when it comes to my children getting vaccines, and they say no, but I insist on it because that's the right thing to do for them, and as a mother, I am making the choice in their best interest, I'm wrong? Because they're saying no, they don't want the vaccine? Because when you, you're now talking no, about... No, 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 no. You're saying that we should all make these choices for ourselves. We should consent for ourselves. My children are under, old enough to understand, hey, this thing is going to hurt for a few minutes, but it's going to help me later, but I don't want it. And that's what they tell me. That's a completely different situation. How? What I said is it? How? was How? this would have to be handled on a case-by-case basis. By who? And at the no very least, each no person should have the right to choose whether or not they want to survive. Or exist. There's no ethical way to do that because then we would have to make assisted suicide legal, and then you would have people like me walking into that booth and leaving children behind. There's no ethical way to do that. Exactly. But so then, why are you defending it? Because it has to be done on a case by case basis. To allow the mother to make the choice that is in the best interest of her children. I'm sorry. Um, 
the children oh, yeah, does okay. not. Storm, bear, bear with me for a second. Realistically, who would love the child more than their mother? That's the... Well? Yeah, you have a point there, but that being Exactly, said, so then if, if the mother decides that the child would be better off not existing, who better to decide? I'm sorry, did you just hear yourself? Yeah, I did. I mean, there is no one better to decide in that case, but why exactly. should that decision exist in the first place? Because not because the world isn't perfect. Unfortunately, biology is a messy bitch. Right, would you, like, if, if you, because you can do um, sonogram tests and you can see, like, physical disabilities and certain genetic ones before the child is born, would you, would you leave the child in that situation or not? If you knew there's a chance you could, like, have one that wouldn't have to suffer like that. Because so that, that was the other bit asking? I was going to bring up. I'm asking if you would subject oh, a child to a life of suffering or just have it not exist in the first place. I personally don't believe in eugenics. I don't think that a disability should be a good reason for a mother to just say yeet is the fetus. However, I also believe that that should still be up to the mother in that particular case. I know if my children were to have been disabled, I would have still had them. That wouldn't have been deciding factor for me. The only deciding factor would have been, are they actually going to have a viable life? Right. No, but in, in a lot of cases, it, it comes to a point where they cannot function on their own, right? And in, in that case, like, you, you're not going to be around forever. And that's a reality some people don't want to face. But I... I don't know. I, I, I think in some cases it would be easier on both the parents and the um, would-be child to have it not exist to begin with. I, and I also heavily disagree on thinking that uh, on, uh, it should be handled case by case. Like the, At the end of the day, the only person who should be able to um, decide whether a child should be aborted or not should be the person who's giving birth to it. You know the fact that we're talking about whether or not they should even exist, though that's just deeply fucked up. Well, welcome to the world. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah, this is part of the reason I'm never gonna have children to begin with. All right. You better be very careful when you put your baby, your baby batter. Well, that's why I don't do that in the first place. Way. So. Let a doctor cut a hole in your scrotum. No. Oh, that's another thing too. I don't know if you've seen that, but um, I don't know how true this is, but apparently people like radicals are trying to force vasectomies. On what kind of people, though? Okay, men, listen, listen. In general, listen. It's oh, not like that we think, it's not that we think that men should be forced. It's hyperbole. It's to make a point. We're being told that we are going to be forced to have pregnancies, so we want less unwanted pregnancies. And the only way to have less unwanted pregnancies is to make the people who are causing the unwanted pregnancies unable to cause unwanted pregnancies. It's not that we really believe, oh, every man needs to have... Oh, I'm sure you don't, but I, I no, guarantee no, 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 there are no, people no, who no, do. No, 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 they really don't. They're trying to get men to say, no, it's my body, my choice. But it's not. The draft exists. <laughs> What? The draft. The, draft the government can just anything. choose to take my body away from me. Okay, but that has nothing to do with your right to get a vasectomy. 
That yeah, that's. I mean, I can see kind of your point, but it's kind of unrelated at the same time. I mean, a little bit, yes, but. I mean, you wanted a debate. There you go. I don't. Yeah, I don't agree with a lot of what you said on this. Because like this is one of those things that no, what's what's what I'm saying. Because this is one of those things where I have not fully solidified my opinion on this yet, but okay. the fact that we're even arguing about whether or not someone should survive or exist is Storm, already just, a pretty I big problem. Really... Storm, I just think that before you form an opinion, you should really take into account that the entire basis of pro-choice and pro-life really only affects women. I get that you as a man, you want to have a, a boat and that you want to have a say, but you're not the one who would have to go through the procedure. And I promise you, no one who goes to get an abortion is having fun. It's traumatic. I couldn't eat for a week after. It was the right thing to do, but it was not pleasant. But you know what's worse than an abortion? Putting a child up for adoption, knowing that this little being I created, this perfect beautiful despite the fact that she looks like my rapist b exists out there and i made her she grew in my body and i bonded with her i have her name that i chose for her tattooed on my chest she calls someone else mom do you rather she never yeah. existed in the first place is what you're saying no but hear me out there when when I first put her up for adoption, I joined a bunch of support groups for birth mothers. And I ended up making friends with about 17. And today, only five of them are alive. The rest killed themselves because they could not handle the trauma from placing their child for adoption. They could not deal with the fact that their child was separated from them. They felt like they made a mistake and that they should have aborted because they could not handle the idea of this piece of their soul being somewhere else. And then there's this thing called the primordial wound, wound where children who are adopted out consistently report feeling unwanted, unloved, and misplaced despite having good upbringings from their adoptive families because they don't understand why their birth mother gave them up. It doesn't matter how good their life was, they are still traumatized by the fact that they grew up in a home they never felt they belonged in because they should have been with their mother. There is a huge movement going on where adopted children are begging people to stop putting their children for adoption. Adoption is 10 times more traumatizing than an abortion. If I ever had to go through either of those again, I would pick the abortion. I would kill myself before I have another baby and put it for adoption. But if I were to get pregnant, I, I, I went and I got my tube tied. They fucking got. But if I managed to get pregnant, I would rather have an abortion. I cannot carry a child and give it to someone else, knowing that that child is going to call someone else mom. I can't do that again. There's no fucking way. I, yeah, I think you phrased your, your question wrong. So I don't think 
I think the better question would have been, would it have been easier had the child not been born in the first place? Well, because another question is, as we mentioned earlier, at what point does it become a human being? Right. I don't know. I, th I think it's just one of those things that you and I will never be able to fully understand. But I, I, we can definitely try our best to like see where the other argument is coming from. I mean, that's probably true, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't be allowed to think about it at all. I'm not saying you're not allowed to think about it. I'm just saying you will never have a fully formed, or not a fully formed opinion, but you'll never actually really understand what it's like. And neither will I. So, I mean, we can sit here and debate it all we want, but at at the end of the day, I don't really think a lot of what we we can say about this is um, so what I'm looking for. I guess viable. I don't know. I I, I don't I don't think we can really be a, um, subject matter experts on this topic at all. Well, no, probably not, but. Because another thing you have to consider, at what point is it considered removing a tumor, and at what point is it murder? Again, when the life is viable outside of the womb. Yeah, I don't know how many times that's that needs not, to be explained. Well, I mean, that if you, that's what you think, but there is no <clears throat> definitive way to say what it is. There is no other logical answer. There, there is really no isn't. other logical answer. If it can't survive on its own outside of the womb, it is not a person. It is not an individual. Person if you if you want to call it an organism, sure. A person who is defined by someone or something that is regarded as an individual. No one is going to regard this clump of cells that would die immediately outside of the womb as an individual. Nobody with two brain cells together to rub together is going to be like, that's a person. Did you know that the, the pro-choice men are having a fucking field day showing pro-lifers fetus pictures of elephants and dogs and donkeys and all kinds of other stuff? And they're like, you think this is a person? And the pro-lifers like, yes, it is. You're an idiot if you say it's not. And then they show them, hey, this is actually like a fucking whale. Are you okay? So you're going off of visual differences. My thing is... The point is you can't tell. Like, you wouldn't be able to tell. If I showed you a, a three-week-old fetus, you wouldn't know what it is. Exactly. It's not a person. It's not a person. So what you're saying is it depends on a visual appearance, whether or not you're no, a human being. It, it becomes a person. It's a human being from, from conception. That's indisputable. But it is not a person until it can survive outside of the womb. Yeah, There's the... no other logical answer. And if you want to get religious... It's not a person, and it doesn't have life until it's first breath. That is what God said. Where so in the, the Bible does it God, say that? Almost everywhere. It's quoted like a bunch of times in Genesis and everywhere else. Hold on. Is it? Yeah. I've never seen that. Let me see. I'll find the quote. You don't even go to church anymore, do you? No, I don't. Genesis 2-7. What's it say? There you go. Life begins at first breath. 
what religion believes. That, that is they, when God places your soul in your yeah, body. Yeah, so it, that, that's what religion believes then. Yeah. Mm. So the pro-lifers are already not preaching correctly. At the end of the day, this is still going to be a philosophical debate, so... Sure. Um, but, at the end of the day, it really should just be up to the... Up to the, uh, mother. Well, the worst part is, like, okay, so I, I agree that it, maybe it should be up for the mother when this happens, but another thing is, what happens for young people when they're, like, still in high school, where their parents tell them to? You know, actually, you want to know a funny, funny fucking story? What's up? Because I'm assuming... So, little, hold on, hold on. I have a story for you about how Avony went from pro-life, adamantly pro-life, to pro-choice. So I used to be extremely, extremely Christian. Like I was an annoying little bitch that walked around with a mini Bible everywhere telling everybody how everything they did was a fucking sin. Like I was. Oh, you you were that guy. I was. I was very Christian. Um, And my mom's husband, who is one of the most Republican people I know, was very proud of me. For, for the way I upheld myself, but the one thing we always argued about was abortion. Because despite being a Republican, he always very adamantly said that it is no one else's right to tell a woman what to do with her body but the woman. And he kept trying to drill it into my head, and I'm like, you're stupid, you don't know what you're talking about, like, that's a baby, it should be born, fuck you. Like, I was hard-headed about this, right? And then I had this friend who ended up getting pregnant when we were 14. She wanted to keep the baby. She wanted that baby very much. Her parents forced her to have an abortion. Now, my mom's husband, like I said, he and I would argue about this topic a lot, but he and I were also very close, and I would have very open conversations with him about everything that was going on in my life. So I, of course, told him, you know, like, hey, they just made her have an abortion that's super fucked up. And, like, I was going at it from, like, the pro-life angle. And he was like, she's young, like it would have fucked up her body. And I was like, it should have been her choice, though. And he made me repeat that until I yep. actually listened to myself. And I was like, oh. And ever since then, I fully believe that it should have, it should be the person carrying the fetus's choice. I was very, very pro-life, believing that women should just give birth to the child no matter what, until my friend was forced to have an abortion. And I was like, it should have been her choice. And that's when it dawned on me that the whole people should just have children is not what I actually believed. I just, when it came down to it, I felt like at that time, I would never have an abortion. I did eventually end up having one, as we've already discussed. But at that time, I would have been very much against it for myself. Actually, I, w I was very against it until I became disabled. Okay, so the question when it comes to that story, 
Did you originally say it should have been her choice because she would have chosen to keep it? I, you keep cutting out for me. He, he said, do, do you believe it should have been her choice because she chose, or because she would have chose to keep it? That's what I had thought that I was saying it because of. But, like, the more I listened to myself say it, I was like, wait. It really shouldn't be up to me, in my opinion. It shouldn't be up to anybody else's opinion. She was, because he kept saying, like, her parents made her do it because it was going to ruin her body. It would have killed her, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's her body. She should have been able to choose what to, to put risks on it. And that's when it clicked for me. Because I was like, oh, whenever I was saying that I was pro-life, I really just meant for myself. I mean... That's that's the other thing too. If you if you're pro life, but just you know for yourself, that's a different thing entirely. But trying to force your opinion on other people is no different than religion. And if you know anything about me, you know how I feel about religion. I don't actually know your opinion about religion. I hate every second. Of why? It's it's forcing a lifestyle on people. Right. Tell me how that's different than, like, a dictatorship. I mean, you, you described it. It's elective, so... It, um, yeah, it might... They let you think it's elective, but then as soon as you do something they don't agree with, they send you to eternal damnation. Right. And then also, anybody who doesn't agree with it is going to that same eternal damnation. Does that sound like it's elective to you? I'm not talking about like whether I'm talking about the radical ones, of course, right? Because some yeah. some people are Christian and chill about it, right? It's it's just yeah. their thing. They pray, they celebrate Christmas, do whatever else. I'm talking yeah. about the people who will tell you if you're not Christian, you are living your life wrong, my kind boss, of shit. Like, like my boss. So you're talking about unpleasant people, not just Christians. Did I tell you? Uh, so, so, you mentioned you made two dollars an hour. Make that's because waiting. Yeah, since they earn tips. Oh, since they earn tips. Yeah. Well, I can yeah. tell you exactly how much I make every day on average. Tuesdays I average thirty dollars in tips. Wednesdays I average forty dollars in tips. Friday. For how long a shift? Um, I go in at eleven. I get out at about four. So five hour shifts. Sure. I don't. I don't. I don't keep track. Um. <clears throat> On Fridays, I, at minimum, usually make about 30, but sometimes if I'm lucky and we're busy, I make 80. When I'm able to work Saturdays, I make about 60 to 80, and Sundays I make anywhere from 100 to 200. Um, so the only day that's actually worth working is Sunday. I can't work Mondays or Thursdays because those are the days reserved for me to be able to see my psychiatrist, my PCP, my therapist. Um, the kids' doctor's appointments and the same Mondays and Thursdays, those are reserved for doctors. So I don't really have actual off days. I just have days that I'm allowed to see doctors, um, which is very exhausting and costs money. So at the end of every week, I have just enough money to get to work the next time I have a shift. And the worst thing too is that's not uncommon apparently. There, I, nope, not I don't know the statistic. I can I can from, look this up. 
Yeah, for servers in America, for some reason, the minimum wage doesn't apply to them, so... Yeah, the Great Depression caused it. Caused by the I'm Great sorry. Depression. No, so, so the servers making... That was actually caused by the Prohibition. Um, tips started off as a bribe to get alcohol. So, like, when alcohol wasn't allowed, people stopped wanting to eat out because they couldn't drink with their meals, so owners of these restaurants had to start paying their servers less. Knowing that these servers were now desperate for money, people started bribing them to bring them alcohol. And that's, it was their tips. Uh, and that's, that's how tipping started. Then when alcohol became legal again, these business owners were like, hey, you know what? These people are just giving you their money anyway, so we're just going to keep paying you bullshit wages, and you're just going to make your money off of these people. And everybody just kept with this system because we're all fucking idiots. Um, yeah, no, it's not, it's not because they're idiots or not exactly because they're idiots. It's because it's the most cost-effective way of doing it. You exploit the good graces of other people and pay your staff nothing. Okay, so why aren't you looking for a different job? Or I'm, are you looking for a different have job? Time. I don't have time. You don't have time? You know what I'm doing right now? I'm filling out an application for food stamps. Oh. Yeah. Because I'm just driving through town, I'm seeing wait uh production jobs like just entry i don't have transportation ah yeah that's that's my problem i my only mode of transportation is the bus and where i live right now it takes hours to get anywhere on the bus because i live like kind of on the outskirts of town oh yeah um so i take a lift to work because it's ten dollars to get to work and ten dollars to get home and i make at least that every day yeah, um, so I, d I did actually go and check. It says roughly 64% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. It's essentially saying that two-thirds of the population live in poverty. Thirds? What the hell happened to the middle class? <laughs> that that is the middle class. That, was, is the middle that stopped class. existing yeah. when I was in high school. Yeah. And the worst part is when people tell you things could be worse. It's like, yeah, they could be. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they could be, but better. that does, yeah, but that doesn't make what's currently going on any better. I said earlier that like my situation is not only not unique, but it's not even the worst it could be. Like right. I know for a fact I have it really fucking bad, but there are definitely people who have it worse than me. Yeah, and I'm sure that's a huge comfort to you, right? Like, No, not it, at all, because that does nothing to help me. Exactly, I'm being sarcastic. It, I, I don't understand that logic at all, because it's like, yeah, sure, it, it could be worse, but what does that do for me exactly? I'm supposed to be grateful for what I'm in right now. Nothing to be grateful for, other than the fact that my kids are alive. I'm right.
Ew. What? I think you sneezed. Oh. Well, you said um, that this podcast was also about changing opinions. Well, like, so has yours changed at all, or are you still... Well, I mean, I now think that I should probably have less of a say than I normally do, but, like, if it comes down to a big federal vote, I, or a big federal vote over actually making it a constitutional right or not... Um, you shouldn't discount 48% of the population just because of their gender, even though they aren't the ones getting it. Again, I think that men should be able to have their opinions. I don't believe y'all should have a vote just because y'all are not the ones that are affected by this. 19th Amendment. Listen, listen, when it comes to things like circumcision, I am very anti-circumcision, but I also am not going to put my input in there over a man's voice because men who have that genitalia know a lot more about what it's like to have it than I do. So they're and the yeah. ones who should be advocating on whether or not circumcision should be done. Uh, yeah, that's support, that was my stance on it. I because... would support the side that I believe in, but if it ever came down to like voting on whether or not it should be allowed, I would not show up to vote for that because that's not my place. When it yeah. came to my son getting his circumcision, I made his dad choose. Because he's the one with the genitalia. He's the one who knows what that all means Entails, for the yeah. man. And, and I felt like it should be his choice. When it comes to the man's body, the man should be the decision. When it comes to the woman's body and everything that goes on inside of that woman's body, it should be the woman's choice. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree with that. I don't, because like I was explaining, at the end of the day, Storm, you and I are never going to experience that. So I don't think it's right for us to be able to decide whether or not someone else should. Yeah, and I can understand that, but like, and yeah, forty eight percent of the population that I shouldn't be allowed like, to vote on it is something that I take issue with. It's not anyone it's not should be able to vote about any opinion if they're well. I but, say anyone. But why, any would you, why would you want to vote on something that does not affect you on a personal level? I don't why think would it, you want to impose your beliefs on someone else's life. I, I kind of understand what he's saying now. I don't think it's about that specifically. I think it's just like being like the choice of being able to put forward your opinion. I just don't think your opinion should matter in this situation. It shouldn't situation. hold as much weight as a woman's. No. It shouldn't hold as much weight, but I should still no. be allowed to vote on it. Um, I, know, I don't... Well, someone, actually, mm. someone actually did the math and a man's contribution to life is actually 0.03% and they said that's how much a man's vote should count for. In Based off of what? Um, Biology? The time it takes for him, yeah, the time it takes for him to implant the seed. Because after he jizzes, the woman... Just Time is a poor way to it. measure that, though. Ah, uh, it kind of isn't. That is your contribution to the child. Yeah. I mean, biologically, yeah. not financially. If you want to go off of a biological perspective, it's twenty-three chromosomes. Life is literally microscopic. Okay, yeah, no. If from a genetic standpoint, yes, it, it's half. But like in terms of actually, you know, creating the thing, it's not half. So in terms of incubation, yes, and then yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what's required for the child to exist. 
So, I mean, if that wasn't the case, I'm sure your your apartment will be filled with half children running around. So, okay, <laughs> go. Off. No, I'm being serious. Oh, kind of. I'm kind of being serious. Like that is how that would work. If and if that was the case, then yeah, go ahead, vote on it. But it's not so. I don't know. I um maybe it's different for me because I kind of don't care about voting that much. But well, like I I I definitely don't think the, it's not about my actual vote. It's about the right to vote in it. Okay, right? look at it this way: Should I have? I'm not an American citizen. Should I have any right to vote on your politics? No. Exactly. There you go. But this isn't. Well, I mean, you have an opinion. But I am an American. I, I have opinions so, on your politics, yeah, but you that doesn't mean I can vote on your president. Exactly. It, 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 there you right. go. Right. <laughs> Stick it out. No. I don't think he because you aren't an American citizen, but I right. am, and, and therefore you're not a woman, so you can't vote on a woman's matter. Right. Okay, so women shouldn't have a right to vote on whether or not they should be included in the draft, because right now only men are included in the draft. Women are included in the draft now, but now uh, yes, the draft it, shouldn't exist. Honestly, at this point, well, for for yeah, definitely. But in, if you want to tell me in 1940 when women were not being drafted for World War Two, actually it would be 35 or whatever. Wait, so it, okay, it, yeah. If you it, want to tell me we women shouldn't be able to, to vote on a war. draft that they're not being so drafted women for, should yeah, not have okay. been allowed to vote on whether Wait. or not we should go to war. No, having a draft, because not they going aren't to war. Going to war. And also, there were like women in the military too. They just weren't fighting. Yeah, so ninety-eight percent of combat deaths are men. Yeah, I know, but I'm I'm saying it's not like they weren't there. I but I also don't think having you know two percent of a vote means anything. It um, it all comes down to perspective. I think like if the. I, I don't know. I think my example is perfect. Like, if I can't vote on your politics, but I can have opinions on it. But at the end of the day, I don't. I'm not. Well, I am kind of. A, I'm not completely affected by your politics, so I can't vote on it. Right. The worst part is, though, by saying I'm not allowed to vote on it because of my gender, that violates the Nineteenth Amendment, which is the yeah. amendment that got women the right to vote. <laughs> I mean, they're already um, going to try and dismantle that anyways, so... The 19th Amendment? Um, they said to go after... Which one was it? They want to go after um, the right to vote and uh, gay marriage and interracial marriage next. Who said right to vote was being targeted? Uh, I forgot what senator... What, wait, was it... He said do something next. Let me see if I can find it. It's on Twitter. Should be trending, so shouldn't be too hard to find. Yes, this is my account. How very smart of you! No, I don't want notifications. Nineteenth Amendment okay. of the U.S. Constitution: Right to vote. Right to vote shall not be denied on basis of religion, gender, or race. Like, I, I understand what you're saying to an extent, like, you know, you should have a right to vote on whatever you like, but I, like, whether you should or you shouldn't, I have the right to do it, I just don't think you should, right? right? 
Because I'm like, I'm sure I could come into your country, get a citizenship, vote, and then just leave. Yep. But, you could. Right. I'm but pretty like, sure that's I, what happened I when shouldn't... Biden got elected, but. <laughs> okay. No. But I, I shouldn't be able to do that, is People what I'm saying. People understood that uh, Trump was a fuck up and, and black women got us out of that fucking issue real quick. No, Trump was definitely a problem, too. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Trump was definitely a problem, too. It's just. Oh, yeah, it Trump wasn't was, as bad. Oh, well, it shouldn't have been. I, I, it, it was bad in different ways, I think. We have like, not had a good candidate since McCain and Obama were running. I'd say we haven't had a good candidate since uh, Kennedy was assassinated, but... <laughs> Listen. Say what you want about Bush. But he did do his best, and he never wanted to be a politician in the first place. Um, and the man who ran against him was also a pretty decent politician. McCain was an upstanding man. The people who were trying to vote for him would say, like, horrendous things about Obama in front of him, and he would correct them. McCain was a man of honor. And Obama, my only issue with him is I don't feel like he had enough experience being president aged that man horribly. I think if he had waited a few more years and then ran, he could have done a lot better. Honestly, if he you was know, in uh, office during the pandemic, I think this would have been over a lot sooner. Yeah, Obama also did his best. I just think he should have waited before running. I don't think he should have ran when he did. So again, we have not had a good... Uh, our last decent candidates were when it was McCain and Obama. Everything since then has been a shit show. Well, I mean, I wonder about any third-party candidates that, like, weren't um, the main I really, picks. I really liked Jill Dye. Well, I, I never her. heard about any of them, so... Where the fuck Wait, is while you're discussing this, I'm going to be back and grab a drink. Okay. I, I can't find it. One of, the, one of the senators for Texas was saying to do another... Um, overturn plus versus something it's pl something versus whatever can't find it it was all over twitter and now i have just a bunch of weird dudes what the fuck is this i don't follow any of y'all did you see uh one of my most recent tiktoks i barely go on tiktok i'm not gonna lie go on tiktok and hear that that dumb bitch say that she wants babies in the womb to be as safe as they are in school Oh no, <laughs> that's well. I mean, okay, because my, I recently—well, I say recently—I graduated high school in 2019, and in my entire time in high school, there was only one shooting in the entire district. But that's one more than there should have been. Are you sure there was only one shooting? There was one shooting in our entire district during my time in oh, school. Oh, in your district? I thought you were yeah, saying in the there district. Was a shooting period. I was like, I feel like that's that's not accurate math. Because uh, I graduated, I graduated in two thousand ten, and I know there's been a shit ton of school shootings since I graduated. Yeah, um, there was a shooting at one of my high schools, and at the high school, while well, I was in elementary school in two thousand eight, they locked down every school in the district for it. All day it was just. I remember that day. It was just locked down constantly. Not find this fucking tweet. That's gonna piss me off. When I find it, I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, they're trying to come for for gay marriage, interracial marriage, and um, the right to vote. So in Texas, you have to have your rape and incest baby. Um, if the baby has a lethal birth defect, you still have to carry it. No exceptions for life and serious health, and no no escaping an abuser. I am yeah, back. but that that'd be something because all Roe versus Wade did was make it so that the states could choose, right, which which, is up. Roe which means, I, yeah. Roe it means Wade less federal control. Was, right, but it was protecting women, and now we are not protected. In Kentucky, Louisiana, South Dakota, Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, Mississippi, North Dakota, Tennessee, Idaho, Texas, Wyoming, and Utah, women are now targets for rapists. Because now they know they can make anybody they want the mother to their child. This logic kind of confuses me now, because like, uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't entirely follow that. How does that? How would that make you a target? Okay, let's say, say this good old boy George is in love with his next door neighbor Susan, right? And he's been, you know, trying to get her to be part of his life, and she's been rejecting him. Now, say they live in one of these states where she's not allowed to have an abortion. He can go and rape her. She has to have that child. And he might do a year, if she's lucky, in jail for raping her. He won't do more than a year. But, uh, so then he gets to get out of jail and make her share custody of this child. He will own her for the rest of her life. Because he raped her and got her pregnant. Because this law protected him to do that. Y'all don't realize that men have been able to rape women and get rights to those children for many years now. And now there's nothing to protect the women from having to have those children. Um, a gun! <laughs> oh, the fuck? <laughs> a gun! Yeah, guns are gonna stop you from getting a drink spiked. I don't know where that logic comes into play. No, what? Getting your drink... Yeah, I mean, don't fucking not. I mean, not every time has does it need to be like you know overt in violence, kind of like overpowered shit. I know, but like no, 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 no. In middle school, someone at my school that I went to middle school with spiked the fruit punch that I bought from a stand. One of the people who was working there, she was one of my bullies. She spiked it. I passed out on my bus, and I ended up the the bus driver didn't know I was on his bus, but he parked his bus at the station. Okay, but like in a public place, don't drink anything that's not sealed or handed to you directly from the bartender. Keep an eye on um, your drink and don't let someone spike it. Way to victim blame, dude. Yeah, that too. I, I mean, don't, not, I'm not trying to victim blame, I'm just trying be smart about this. So, so you're telling me that a woman who is at a casual gathering with friends can't get up and leave her soda sitting to the side when she thinks that she's with people she can trust? Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't say that. I said you should. No, no. No, no that is, that kind of is what you said. If like, 
you think about it, if if you have to live your life looking over your shoulder, isn't that kind of fucked up? Yeah. Because that, that's essentially what you're suggesting here. You know, you have to hold your drink in your hands all the time with your hand over it because, you know, somebody just might walk along and pop something in and that'll knock you out. What you're essentially doing, Storm, is saying that women need to hold themselves accountable for men's actions. I didn't say that either, so... Okay, that might not have been what you meant, but that's what it means. Yeah. I, I kind of understand where you're going with it, like, you know, obviously don't be stupid, don't don't drink something that someone hands to you, right? But, like, at the same point in time, you have you Like, nobody is that uptight to the point where they will literally... You know, just hold a cup in their hands with their hand over it. Okay, I'm not sure if right. I've said this before on this podcast or not, but when it comes to defending yourself, you're the first person in... You're their first line of defense. So... Uh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me... If you're the first line of defense to defending yourself against everything, you have to pay attention. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying no, but I'm also trying to explain that, like... What about the people like me who literally cannot defend ourselves because we're physically disabled? My arms don't work. I cannot pick up more than 20 pounds without having to have my arm held against my chest for three days. Explain to me how I'm supposed to defend myself against a man who weighs 200 pounds. Firearms don't weigh 20 pounds. Guns aren't the solution to everything. So you want me to have a gun in my hand? My very suicidal hands? That sounds like a great You said idea. you don't want to, and I can understand why. But right. that being Right, said, so then why is your only solution a gun? Then what do. you need to do is have yourself in a situation, or not put yourself in a situation where you oh, might need to defend yourself. I, okay, so I actually got groped at work on, um, what was it, Father's Day. Someone touched my tit. I was at work. Do you know how often I get touched at work? Every day. Do you know how often I should be touched at work? Never. Never, yes. But not working is not an option. How the fuck am I... What you can do is you can report those, and your work should... Your, you said it's a restaurant, right? Right, but they can't... What are they going to do? Put a sign up on, on the door? Don't touch, Don't touch our servers. No. What yep, they that's can do is eject someone and refuse service. And that's oh, what they should do. Okay, so here, let me... I mean, that doesn't stop it from happening. Let me tell you about who my boss is, okay? I'm gonna leave his name out because legal reasons. But, um... This is a man who, two weeks ago, snatched paper towels out of my hand and said he doesn't ask for things, he just takes what he wants. Why are you working for this guy? Because I have no choice. Because... Tried to make a joke out of it, and I was like, oh, like a real man. And he said straight up and fist bumped me. Oh, by the way, he's friends with one of the people who likes to touch me. Like personal, close personal friends with this man. He sits and eats with him. And I told that man, I really don't like it when he touches me. And he was like, oh, so I can't, like, touch your arm? And then he grabbed my arm. And I was like, no, I'd really like it if you didn't. And he goes, oh, but I'm just touching your arm. And then he touched me again. Men do not care about women's boundaries. I definitely do, but... No, 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 no. You're an exception to the rule. Not all. Not all. Not everyone's like us. Right? Women just... have to go 
go out into society every day knowing that there is a 99% man that every 99% chance that every man we encounter has the potential to be our rapist. Okay, so I, I said a firearm earlier, but it doesn't have to be a firearm. It can be <sighs> taser, pepper spray. Dude, dude. Tasers are illegal here. Uh, also, what? Why is your only solution have like to have something that you can harm someone else with? Shouldn't the solution be to for you know the world to be less fucked? Well, one, yes, that that should be the case. But as you said, life isn't fair. This happens. And so when it comes to defending yourself, you are the first line. Storm, Storm, let me give you a scenario of what would happen in the state of Texas if I decided to carry a taser or pepper spray. If a man touched me without consent and I decided to respond by pepper spraying him or tasering him, I would go to jail and he would be allowed to press charges on me because it was illegal for me to own either of those things in this state. It's illegal to own pepper spray. Oh, I bet you it's not illegal to own bear spray. It would be illegal to use it on a person. You have the right to defend yourself, and that's a federal right. I only have the right to defend myself in my home. And also, it's within it certain boundaries as well. You can't, you can't like nuke somebody and say you were just defending yourself. Well, obviously <laughs> not. But no, but you understand what I'm saying. That's that's the way the law sees it. If you if you times. use if you use an illegal item to defend yourself they will still see that as a crime because you're using illegal items so yeah while having tasers or pepper spray would probably dissuade somebody from continuing i you would definitely still be prosecuted for it especially if there's no visual evidence of anything taking place which in a lot of cases there probably wouldn't be Quick Google search. Is Texas a one-party consent state? What? Texas is a one-party consent state, so you can record anything that happens around you with just your consent. Oh, so now so now people have to walk around with body cams just to not get... I didn't say like, a body cam. Essentially, that is what you're saying. Does your phone because have a voice you can... recorder program? That's something you can also do. That, that's okay, l- listen to me for a second. Unless it's running pretty much every time you leave your house, how is that useful to you? Well, you're gonna like someone is attacking you, and you're gonna say, "Hang on, wait a second. I need to I need to record you so I can show it in a court of law to prove I'm defending myself." In Amity's case, this is something that's been repeatedly happening, correct? Okay, but I cannot have my phone recording at all times while I'm at work when I have to use my phone to get home from work. My phone does not have a battery life of that long. When you use your, when you have your phone recording, it's using more battery power. Your phone will die quicker. Backup batteries, like, why is that a, why is that a reason why? Um, be, uh, it's realistic. What do you mean? Why is that a reason why? You, if your phone's gonna die before your day's done, like, how is? Like, I mean, they only but... attack me between this and this hour because otherwise my phone won't be recording it. If you know what, if you expect it to happen, you can... Nobody expects it to happen, that's the thing. But this has been happening multiple times, so No, but like, when when I say nobody expects it, nobody's like... What you're telling me is that every time this man goes to sit my section, I should record it? If you want, that way you have your own evidence, you can... And what's that evidence gonna do? 
that you've told them to not do this and they've continued to do this. So you defended and yourself. What is that going to do for me at all? That you've defended yourself? And how am I supposed to be defending myself when I'm at work? I would still lose my job. Oh, that's a given for sure. And I can't afford to lose my job. Because having a job is the only reason the program I'm in is paying for my kids' daycare, which is, again, $440 a week. And my kids go to a cheap daycare. Now we're just going in circles, though, because, well, and so you're applying for food stamps right now, so you can't do well, it I'm right renewing, now. Well, but... I'm renewing my application. Yeah. But Storm, like... I hate to tell you we're going in circles because you keep coming back to the same points. Yes, because if we... It's, it's a matter of asked having... and answered, but you keep asking the same question. Right. Like, these questions have been answered. We've already told you exactly why these situations cannot be resolved. But you're like, but there's got to be a way. But what? So you're, you're going to sit back and you're just going to take this? No. I have oh no other options at this point. Oh, I tried, so. Um... I don't know. You, you you said this is about changing opinions, but you don't really seem to want to change your opinions on this. I mean, I don't really feel like he should necessarily have to change his opinion. I just hope that the next time he's dealt with having to talk to a woman who might be in a situation where she needs an abortion, he has more compassion and he understands that this isn't like a oh, like she's not thinking about it in like a this this is a life that has to live. She's more so thinking this child, if it exists, will not have a good quality of life. And the most compassionate thing that I can do for myself and for this child is to not allow it to exist. Which might sound cruel to him, but he has to understand that it is already the hardest choice that she is going to have to make. And it well, I mean, I understand that it's a hard choice because, of course, it is, but... It's also a philosophical problem of at what point is it a person? Uh, how many times does this have to be explained? <laughs> oh, I know Lord. that you guys say that it's when you're capable of self-sustaining, but... Right. Because... There's no other logical answer in my, in, in my if, opinion. If the only way you can live is off of machine, you're not really alive. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to see it from every perspective here, but I... I I cannot understand why you would only give somebody five weeks to make a decision like that. Five weeks is when brain activity starts. So. Yeah, which according to you is when it is alive. Biologically, it's alive before that from a biological point. But you're trying to prove the existence of a soul and you're saying that it's proven at 24 weeks because that's the point. I, I never said anything about... I never said anything about proving, about saying whether or not it has a soul or not. Yeah. I, the, my only thing is that until it can survive on its own, until it, while it's still essentially dependent on its mother, the mother should has, has its life in her hands and therefore should choose whether or not it can go on or not. Okay. Whether, so, whether to end the life or not. That phrasing is different, though, because if it's dependent on the mother, that's up that's until... Same thing. <laughs> That's up until a lot longer, so... 
I Amity, didn't you explain this already that the child can survive on its own after 24 weeks? Oh yeah, a 24-year-old child would be capable of feeding itself, clothing itself. No. So I said survive, I didn't say thrive. It What like, I was... what I was saying is that if a if a fetus is born at 24 weeks, it still has a chance at life. Before 24 weeks. Not necessarily. They don't all need incubators. Some of them do. It depends on it's case by case. But before 24 weeks, usually if it's you know, spontaneously aborted, which is what a miscarriage is called, it will not survive. There's no chance of life, basically. So there's no point in being like, oh, it's a person from conception, it has a life. Because if it was born right then, it in fact would just die. There's no chance of saving it. But at 24 weeks, there is a chance to have it survive. So at 24 weeks is when it's okay to deem it as a person. And that, that's what I mean by having it fully dependent on the mother, because if my understanding is correct, any time between 24 weeks to the nine months when it should be born, if it is born between then, it has a chance at life, and therefore you can consider it a person if you like. In an incubator, okay. Sure. But whatever the case is, it would, if it is born between that time period, it will not, or I shouldn't say will not, it might not immediately die. So if if you want to call it a child then and say at that point, you know, it, it should be given a chance. I don't really have much to say about it, but before then, no. Because at this point, you're trying to legally define what a human being is, or we are trying to legally define what a human being is. How do you do that? <laughs> Storm. How many times are you going to ask this? Storm, listen okay, to me I know you keep saying that, but human it being doesn't work. A, person, a human being and a person are different things. It is definitely a human being by biology at conception. That is indisputable. Okay, it's so if it's being. a human being, then human rights person. apply. No, it is not a person until it can sustain life outside of the womb. Okay, but human being means human rights apply. How are you going to apply human rights to a, a clump of cells that can't live by itself? I'm I'm struggling so hard to understand where you're coming from. Like, what do you are you are you going to try and communicate with this thing and say, hey, you might not live uh, a normal life. Do you want to die? Okay, Wait, so now what? if you're talking about whether or not it's based off of communication, then they're not well, allowed how, to. How, how whenever they can start talking no i'm saying how like what's the what's your point in applying human rights to something that can't live what do you mean what's the point what what yeah no what what's the point in applying human rights to something that can't live are the one that just said it was a human being from the moment of conception yes point of oh my yeah but what what difference does it make whether or not you apply human rights to a clump of cells? I don't understand, like, what difference it makes to you. It, yeah, it should have a right to food, shelter, etc., but it it's, it, it's not alive yet, is it? Because using that wording, it would be, it would have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Storm? Biologically speaking, 
my menstrual cycles and your sperm, they're also human beings. And so every time you jack off or I have a period, we're committing murder by your definition. That is not what my definition says. Um, it kind of is, because by all of them, but biologically, they would be human beings. Yeah. Or at least the makings of them. Mm -hmm. Because if you want to call a clump of cells a human being, uh, it's not. It's the making of a human being. It's not fully formed. And so then, therefore, any, um, any cells that you excrete that would potentially form a human being would be considered murder by your definition. And therefore, also should have um, the right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. All right, so st start over. What you said was, at the moment of conception, that cell is a human being. Oh, biologically, 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 it's a matter of a human, yes. But so is my menstrual cycles and every man on this planet's jizz. So according to that logic, that's what that I'd... should be. But, well, it's not really that different, though, is it? Because it's still all just a clump of cells. <laughs> so where's the cutoff here, is what I'm asking. And I know you keep saying that that's where it is, but that's an arbitrary date. It's not an arbitrary date. It's... No. <laughs> no, you... Okay, that's not... Know. What? What are you saying? You're cutting out a lot if you're saying anything. I don't... How do I word it? Being able to survive outside the womb or not doesn't have as much significance as any of these other cutoffs. Uh -huh. Yes, it does. There are less medical resources needed to keep a 24-week-old fetus alive than a 12-week fetus. So your definition is now off of less medical resources required? No, it is based off of its ability to sustain life with an actual chance. Because no matter how many medical resources you give to a 12-week-old fetus, it has like a 0.02% chance of living. What's the fucking point in that? And even if it does survive, it's not going to be able to live a proper life. Uh, I mean, you have a better chance of winning the lottery 12 times over than that actually happening. I'm still confused where you got sperm and egg individually being categorized. As because they are the makings of a human being, the same way the, same, the fetus the is the making of a human being. Fetus is 46 chromosomes, sperm and eggs have half that. Mm -hmm. So biologically, it's... that's very different. But it's all human matter. Because all life. So you're trying to... You know the sperm and egg are also like alive in a sense, right? Yes, separately. Just like how yeah, each individual very... cell in my entire body is. Yeah, so... I mean, so cloning, is a, cloning is a thing. If they if they take your cells, they can make a clone of you. Yes, if it's got... So there, therefore, any, anytime you, you flick off some dead skin or something, you're technically also committing murder. If you, if you really want to look at it like that. I mean, if... I guess. 
Should you be tried as a serial killer? Obviously not. Exactly. The question is, at what point does it stop being part of you and start becoming someone else? When it can survive on its own. 24 weeks when it can survive on its own is no different than 23 weeks. Um, From a biological um, perspective. No, well, no, no, it's, just, they, it's further developed single, than a 23 weeks. Yeah, each single day that it spends in the womb, something new is growing and developing. Yes. Um, so, 23 But from a biological perspective, it still has the same genetics and the same... But yeah, not. biologically, if you were to take it out, yeah, it would have the same, like, cells and shit as if you took it out a week later, but that doesn't mean it's gonna live. You you keep saying biologically, like, it's gonna make what you're saying make any more sense, but it's it's really not. No one brought biology into it by saying sperm and egg were human. By your definition, they are. No, they're not! That's not what I said! Where did you get that from my definition? Because you're saying at, at the point where the fetus can survive by itself you're is an arbitrary, quote-unquote, I'm saying that it's somewhat point. arbitrary. I'm, I'm trying to tell you it's not. And the because... only reason you're saying that it's not is because of medical resources. Um, no, no because... It's not just medical resources, it's also quality of life. That's what I was saying earlier, no, if you... If if you birthed a twelve week old fetus, there, on the one in a billion chance that it survives, it's not going to live a good life. It's not even. It's not going to live a long life, for that matter. And I can guarantee you. Um, that there will be a lot of suffering ahead for that child. Storm, why would you want more unwanted children being born? Also that. Why no, would that's... want more unwanted children being born? Okay, so the idea that some people are having behind abortion being allowed is that women will just get pregnant saying, oh, well, I can just abort it later, it's fine. No one does that. No one does that. I wasn't trying to get pregnant when I got pregnant and, and chose abortion. That was not my goal at all. No one actively goes, I'm going to get pregnant just to board it next week. No, that's not a thing. That's not real. I guarantee you somewhere there is someone that does that. I promise you there's not. Maybe someone who's extremely mentally ill, but that's a whole other topic. And yeah, you you can't you can't make an argument based on something one person might do. Right. We can't we can't be punishing women as a whole based off of you don't want me demonizing men as a whole be, because several of them have assaulted me, then you can't demonize women for getting abortions just because one might be doing it for fun. Also, as we're as we were on the topic of um unwanted childbirth, you were talking to me about um how the birth rates have gone down significantly and they're like we're in a population decline at the minute. I I still genuinely think that's a good thing, but I'm interested to get Amity's take on it as well. I think it's a good thing. That the birth rate is going down. Yes. By a I, lot. I, really fast. Yeah. yeah. Because... <laughs> you understand I, that humans are a fucking flight on this planet and we're destroying it? 
Yeah, oh, even so. Wait. Look, your argument that the planet can support 10 billion, like, it, I don't think it's there for me because, yeah, I, like, I could run my phone on max brightness, but, like, why should I? It's just going to die faster. It, like, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't think we were ever meant to get uh, as dominant on this planet as we are now, anyway. So pushing it to its breaking point just because we can. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. Okay, so I still don't understand why you think the cutoff should be 24 weeks, but... Well, I mean... I, I, I don't know how else like, to okay, explain as, it to As hey, Storm, time markers Storm, go, Storm, that's... Storm, listen, listen. How many times have you been pregnant? Obviously zero. Right. So I don't understand it as well as you. I'm so I'm, I'm asking you to help me understand. Right. And I'm telling you because the life is just more viable. It is more of a person at 24 weeks. That's when I can start feeling it move inside of me. That's when I'm like, hey, there's this thing that exists. And it starts to have feelings right around then. Well, you didn't mention that. <laughs> I mean, if it can, if if it can survive outside of its mother, then yeah, it can probably move. Yeah. At well, I mean, I didn't. Makes the most sense to me because I've had eight of these things inside of me. I would feel like I have a pretty good grasp as to about when it feels like there's a person in there, and twenty-four weeks is when it feels like there's a person. In there. It's no longer like, oh, I'm lugging around some extra fat. Does that kind of make no, sense? I'm trying, I'm trying to put that in like how long oh, months wise. Like four or five months. I don't remember how long it is. Because I know during the first three months it can be touch and go for a bit. Yeah. Twenty four weeks is six months. No way. Because four weeks supposed to be. Yeah, no, it's six months. Four weeks a month. About, uh, it's it's a little bit around six months. So it's it's well, kind of rough. That still feels accurate to me. Actually, no, 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 no. Because the first oh god, that's what y'all are getting. Oh, so the first two to four weeks don't actually count as a month because oh, they, they go based off they go based off of the first day of our period. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. So it really is about three to four months in. Okay. So I can understand three months-ish, but... No, 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 24 weeks. Is when, I was, when, when the doctor's like, oh, yeah, you're 24 weeks, this is now a person, I could, I could, I could accept that. I'd be like, you know what, you're right, it is a person. But, uh... Before then, it's anyone's guess as to whether it's going to survive anyways. Now, the other thing that we didn't agree on was the voting thing, but I don't think there's really a lot I can say to change your opinion on that. You know, like, if that thing probably came up, I probably wouldn't vote myself, but you can't take away the right to vote on like any said, issue, even I if it is an issue that only applies to one gender. Opinions, I just don't think your vote should count for much vote all you want, but I feel like they should be like, oh, this is a man's vote, 
it's going to count for like a fourth of a voting vote. And that's being extreme. Wow, that sounds a lot like uh, three fifths. Just saying. Listen, listen. <laughs> you are nowhere near. That's that's not the same thing because they were trying to say these people are not people. What I'm saying is men are not women. If you are a penis haver, you should not be making decisions about uteruses. Don't understand them the same way. I don't feel like uterus havers should be making opinions. Should be making decisions about penis. It, it's it's the same thing that was brought up earlier with like having forced vasectomies, right? Right. Hold on. Let me throw this question at you. That pro it shouldn't really apply, but what if I identify as a woman? You still don't have a uterus. Yeah. Yeah. You still you still biologically don't have the tools required to right. become pregnant. So listen, I love trans women. Trans women are women. I will never say anything otherwise. But when it comes down to it, if a trans woman were to be like, well, you shouldn't have an abortion, I'd be like, well, what experience do you have regarding pregnancy to really say that? Because trans men fully believe, hey, we have the uterus, we should be having an opinion in this because, you know, we could also get pregnant. So if a woman identifies as a man, she should get a vote, but... Right, because she has... Yeah, because she still has... They they would still have a uterus. Right, and therefore still have a risk of becoming pregnant. Right. Like, in in terms of your your reproductive organs, I I think is how it should be defined. I feel like what Trevor Trevor Noah said it best which is that each individual person should be allowed to make that decision for themselves. Yeah. That no government should be like, this is what you can and can't do with your reproductive health. That each individual person should be able to make that decision for themselves. It shouldn't be a state law. It shouldn't be a city law. It shouldn't be a government law. It should just be a self-governed thing. <laughs> You good? Yeah, I'm sick. Oh yeah, that's why couldn't hear you very well. Okay. Self-governed thing. Those are rare. But I mean that that is how it should be, though. Like you get to decide when you wank. The government doesn't decide for you. I don't see why it should be any different. Comparing, hold on. Yeah, yeah, I am because you know something. That's a personal thing that you. That's a choice you make by yourselves and. If the government told you, yeah, you don't get to jerk off anymore, you wouldn't be like, damn, I guess I don't get to jerk off anymore. You'd go do it anyway. You know. Okay, so I, I misunderstood where your 24 weeks thing is going. I'm glad we got that resolved. I guess it only felt arbitrary to you because you've never actually carried a life inside yeah. so you didn't actually understand that that's just 24 weeks isn't actually 24 weeks it's more like 22 approximately yeah okay I think this is a good place to wrap it up yeah that's what I was gonna, um... gonna go with is hmm. yeah um now I guess it just what's definitely... the Supreme Court gonna do about it oh lord well, we already know what they did. They're, they're, they're Are they going to fix it or change it? No, they're... 
They're not. We'll see. Hmm. Anyway, you want to do the outro? I, I don't have a proper outro for these yet either, so. Thanks for joining us at Bright Future. And if you stuck around to listen to Amity rant about all of this. A very um, controversial I'm so topic. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, no, no, no. It, it's It's been great having you here, actually. This has been very, very insightful because I, I haven't really... I've, I've never had that kind of point of view because I don't really talk about this topic yes. with anybody. So... And I, I hope that's the experience that anyone who listens in would, would get as well, because this isn't something you just hear normally, right? And it's definitely, um, it's, it's, also, it's important for everyone to understand where everyone else is coming from. Also, there's also the fact that I am one of the, uh, those people that lives on the, the lower, like I'm, I'm in poverty, I'm disabled. Like I'm one of the people who is the most disenfranchised and the most affected by laws like these because it makes life harder for people in my situation. I got fucking lucky that I was able to tie my tubes for my birthday last year. I had to beg for 11 years. There are other women who are still trying to get their tubes tied and aren't allowed to because their future husband might want kids. As if women are going to marry someone who doesn't want the same things as them. Right. It's now been a week since we initially live-streamed this episode, and I told you at the beginning of this episode that I was going to give you a before and after of what my opinion was. Before, I was the, of the opinion that abortion should be outlawed after five weeks, because that's when brain activity begins. And then, Amity gave me her story, and I was given a lot to think about. And I did more research. I broke my initial rule that I stated in the first episode about not necessarily needing to cite a source. And I found this. That abortion is one solution to the issue of unwanted pregnancies. But I think that it's a terrible solution that we've been debating the ethics and morality of for over a century. But there's more than one way to solve a problem. For example, in 2009, Colorado passed the Family Planning Initiative, which gave funding to a program that provided free IUDs to women 15 years or older without requiring parental consent. In the years since, abortion and pregnancy rates halved for teenagers and dropped by 80% for adults. It also had the added benefit of 14% more women graduating high school. It worked well for Colorado. Why wouldn't it work for everywhere else? Anyway, that's all I wanted to pop in here at the end. Here's the outro. Uh, yeah, that, yeah I think well, that, I think I've, that about does it for our third episode then. Um, yeah, I've, next I've recording said, session will be probably not this Monday because I did two episodes in the same day. But the following Monday after that, so... We're taking a week off. The 11th. Yeah, we'll take a week off, because I'll do... Well, I say we're taking a week off. The episode will still be uploaded at the same time, but... Right. Yep. Alright, yep. well... Yeah, not about does it. Thanks for being here. 
and uh, see you next time on Monday if you catch the streams live or Friday when they actually go out.